And I tell everyone, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. Are you over 40? Do you feel like you're stuck? Maybe you've always had this knowing that you're meant to do more. Well, on the other side of fear is exhilaration. Your life has purpose. You were born to make an impact. Dear Midlife is about triumphing over life's adversities together and empowering women over 40 to navigate with strength and courage all of the messiness of life. Hi, I'm Shelby Bybee, karaoke party queen, full-time single mother of two teenage girls, world traveler, and an extrovert to a fault. And I'm Trinity Greenfield, a wild-haired little girl living in a grown woman's body that's still full of spunk, charm, and sass with a sprinkle of some black girl magic. We are both a work in progress, and together we are here to link arms with you as we make it our mission to be our best selves and share tips, tricks, and expert advice through no-holds-barred conversations for navigating the ups and downs that come with living life in the middle. Let's welcome our guest, Tiana Miller, who grew up dancing, playing soccer, volleyball, lacrosse, and running track and cross country. Though she was always physically active, she credits genetics for her constant struggle with weight, even at a young age. After several comments from her friends and family members about her size, she decided to pop in her mom's old Jane Fonda video and completed her first workout at age seven. It was then that she turned her aspirations to becoming a fitness instructor one day. Well, Tiana achieved her objective of becoming a personal trainer and threw herself into supporting and guiding her clients to achieve their goals. However, when asked about her own ambitions, she realized that she'd been pouring so much of her energy into others, she had been neglecting herself. She had no defined goals to work toward and was at her highest weight ever. She realized that she had put herself on the back burner. Well, after entering a weight loss challenge at the gym and beating 39 other people, she started to believe that maybe she had what it took to enter a bodybuilding competition. So she filled out the application online and paid the fees and started training. In her first show, Tiana placed in three categories and continues to train with a first place medal in her sights. She is a firm believer that hard work beats talent and grit pays off. Being part of the NGA or National Gym Association has been life-changing for Tiana who has made lasting friendships and has developed a support network full of incredible individuals that show up every day and whom she has the utmost respect for. She wants listeners to know that she is committed to this lifestyle, but it has not been easy. She's been there. She's cried and canceled dates because none of her clothes fit. She's been chastised by friends, family members, coworkers, acquaintances, and people on social media about her size and her body. And she says, if I can do it, you can do it. Her favorite quote unquote Tiana tip is you got what it takes, but it's going to take everything you've got. So let's dive in to hear more amazing tips from Tiana on how you can transform transform your body too. Today, our guest is Tiana Miller, and we are super excited to have you here today. Tiana, thank you for being here. Welcome. Welcome. For having me. Good. Well, Tiana, I know that you have worked very hard throughout your life to get where you are today, but I know that it's been quite a journey for you. So perhaps you can step us back um, to that little girl that perhaps even struggled from what I heard is part of your story with her weight and bring us to where you are today. So long story short, I noticed when I was seven that I was bigger than my friends. I couldn't wear their clothes when I spent the night and had to bring my own. And they were, you know, those skinny little girls with the knobby knees and elbows. And I was never a skinny kid. I don't even like the term skinny. I try not to use that. I'm going to try not to say that for my daughter. I don't say that for my clients. Um, the only time I ever say that is strong is the new skinny. But, Amen. I love it. Um, I also, love that. Thanks to people like Beyonce and Kim Kardashian. It's cool now to be thicker and to have some junk in the trunk. But yes, we booties kids, in the house. We love this. <laughs> yeah. You know, when we were kids and we were growing up, that wasn't the cool. Not at all. Thing. Um, you know, we had the Gwyneth 
Paltrow's and the Cindy Crawford's. And um, so we grew up in a little bit different time than these kids are, are growing up now. And so, um, but for me, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't about how I looked or being skinny. It was about not being able to fit into my friend's clothes. And then mm -hmm. I gave our family friend hand-me-downs and I'll date myself here, but it's when mud jeans were popular. Mm. And, uh, <laughs> I think I'm, I'm so old. I don't even know when those were popular. <laughs> That's a problem. Um, in the nineties. <laughs> okay. 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 So, um, I gave her a couple pairs of my mud jeans and she tried them on in her room, held them out, let them fall to oh, her ankles. And no. These were too small for you. Wow. Yeah. And so I grew up with comments like that. Um, and you know, people, people are harsh and people are judgmental. And, um, I got it not only from friends, but I got it from family as well. Uh, my whole life I went so fast forward, I went to college and my grandfather said, don't gain too much weight in college. Mm. And I was like, mm. not, I'm proud of you. Not good luck. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how you're going to say goodbye. <sighs> and then he rang the doorbell for Christmas lunch. I opened the door. And the first thing he said to me was, he looked me up and down and said, well, you haven't gained too much weight. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. And then my best friend's parents always rationed my food and, um, you know, made wow. little comments here and there. And my freshman year of college, when I came home, her dad said to me, you look leaner, not thin, but leaner than you were. Wow. So, wow. Oh, and I could go on for days, but anyway, so the point is that people look at me and they think, oh, you're so lucky They see my bodybuilding pictures or my profile pictures. And they think, <sighs> and they say to me, oh, it's easy for you. You work at the gym. And it's not easy for me. It's never been easy for me. It continues to get more difficult for me <laughs> um, as I lose this baby weight, which we'll get to later. Yeah. But, um, you know, I don't come from a family where we have good genetics or I wasn't born like this. I don't wake up like this. Um, it's taken blood, sweat, and tears. I started when I was seven, when I first realized with my mom's Jane Fonda VHS tape. <laughs> that was the best, the best. And, and I never looked back. So <laughs> wow, that was how I got my start. Wow. I find it so hard to believe and, and perhaps times have changed where people are a little more sensitive about what they say in terms of people's body image, because I do think that there is a long lasting impact mentally that that can have on a young woman. That's I'm yeah. so sad to hear that you endured such commentary your entire life. Absolutely. Well, and here's the thing is that we, we put so much power or yes. stalk into those words and they hold, I mean, I can hear it affecting you even yeah. today. Oh yeah. And, and yet if you ask them, Tiana, they'd be like, what did I say? I said that. Are you sure? I'm I never like it, it. They went on with their lives. Right. And we allowed that to impact our self-esteem, the way that we see ourselves, you know, how, how much, you know, our, our comparisons to the people around us and, Thank you for bringing that to light because I think that's something we all have to keep top of mind. Yeah. Yes. My pleasure. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, my message that I want everyone to hear today is that when people say things to us, we can either let that bring us down or we can let that yep. help us to rise up. And I tried to take those things and instead of being depressed about it or having anxiety about it or eating my feelings, mm -hmm. um, which I do understand emotional eating. And I'm mm -hmm. not going to say that I have never done that. Um, I do, I live with that and I understand that and relate to that, but, um, you can take those things and let them turn into a negative, or you can take them and spin them into a positive. And yeah. for me, it was a little bit spiteful because it's kind of like, um, I actually have a workout tank top that says, 
tell me I can't do something and I'll do it twice and take pictures. <laughs> yes. I love <laughs> that. Awesome. That is something but, uh, that I love my life being an underdog and proving to people that I could do the things that they never thought that I could do. So I just want anyone who is listening today to, to know that you can do things that people tell you that you can't do. And that even if they don't believe in you, if you believe in yourself, that's all that matters. That's all that it takes. I love it. That is so powerful. So tell us what that turning point was that you were able to, A, you're the underdog, right? I think I've been the underdog in so many places in my life. Um, I know so many of the people listening have been underdogs in one way or another. And when you're the underdog, it's really hard to have that mind shift to be like, damn it, I'm going to come back and win on Mm y'all. Like, that's really difficult. How did you prepare yourself, shift your mindset to move from that underdog mentality to a woman who not just survives, but thrives in this space. You know, it's hard to pinpoint it to one moment. I can't really, really narrow it down to one. I just kind of have always been a fighter and have just kept fighting. (laughs) You know, my parents got divorced at a young age. I'm an only child and Mm. I've always just kind of had to fight, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think Tiana, I was reading in your profile because I know that you had sent some literature about your history, um, in bodybuilding and you had stated in, in one of your biographies that you had reached a point where you were in your career, you were, actually it worked very hard to become um, a fitness coach. And you then yourself were looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, man, I'm helping every day um, people to really aspire and to meet their own goals and challenges. But you were looking yourself in the mirror saying, what, what are my Mm. next endeavors? So perhaps you can pick it up from there and tell us where you were at that moment in time and, and what were your next steps? Yes. So I was at the gym and two people within a span of a week or two asked me what my goals were. And I said, I don't have any for myself right now. All of my goals are for this client to lose weight and for this client to get to the size wedding dress that she wants to be in. And for this client to look good at her high school reunion. Mm. And I realized that, you know, I'm very passionate about what I do and, you know, my clients are my lifeblood and, um, I put them before myself for a long time. And then I realized that I needed something to train for. And if I want my clients to train with the best, I had to be my best. And, you know, the pounds, they creep on one or two here or there. And, you know, your clothes get a little tighter, but they still fit. And I mean, I still looked good, you know, my, um, you know, from working so hard ever since I was seven years old, I've always had to work at it. However, you know, I looked fit and I looked healthy. And, um, if anybody looked at me, they would not have said that I needed to lose weight or anything like that, but I felt like I could be better. Mm. And I felt like I needed to train for something. I'm an athlete. I played soccer, volleyball, lacrosse. I ran indoor track, outdoor track and cross country in high school. I ran cross country in college. I played church softball and, you know, I continued to run five K's and half marathons after college, but it had been years since I had trained for anything. Yeah. So when they asked me if I had a goal, I just, you know, I wanted to be a 10 and I wanted to, I just wanted to push myself and challenge myself to see, Hey, I'm good, but I want to be great. You know? And I, I just wanted to show my clients if I can do it, you can do it. I love that. I think, you know, when we think about even leaders like in the workplace, it's, it's so easy to fall into this place where you are leading people in one way or another. And yet you're not willing or able to take up the charge and show them how to do it or be that person who gets into the trenches with them to make it happen. So that is, I really respect you for doing that because I I know for someone like me, let's all be clear. I'm incredibly out of shape. (laughs) 
would be amazing to have a coach or someone who's pushing me there, but that can show me the way because they have been there that they can say, okay, this is what well, I happen to know a girl and she does online training. <laughs> oh, does she? Wow. Well, we just may have to see if we can talk to her at some point. Right. <laughs> yeah. Literally like show me the way, show me what a modifier looks like because you've been there. And when your ass couldn't push yourself up off the floor, you knew what it was like. And you're like, this is what the modifier looks like Trinity versus right. versus the person that's like, this is what the modifier would be, but I've never had to do a modifier a day in my life because I'm amazing at all times. Right. Like I need that real, that realness to it in order to stay connected to wanting to work out and get better. Yeah. And I tell people, you know, I'm not a trainer because I was already fit or because I was already good at it. You know, I've been doing this since I was seven. It's important for me to share my story so that people don't just look at me at face value and think that I've always been like this or always looked like this or that I grew up in the gym. Um, but also fast forward, um, through this pregnancy, you know, I had to modify a lot of things. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think that everything happens for a reason and nothing happens by accident or by happenstance. And I think anyone and everyone who knows me or who hears my story can and will agree that it was to make me better at what I do and mm. to hone in on my craft and to really um, be able to understand sometimes you can't do things because your belly is in the way or because your body is revolting yep. against you or because you physically can't, yep. <laughs> you know, right. I tell my clients can't is the only four letter your word. You're not allowed to say during my sessions. Right. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I have been down in the trenches and I get it. I understand I've been there and, um, you know, sometimes I work out with them just to show them too, but I always provide, uh, modifications because there's, you know, different, different levels, different ways of doing things. And I would say every, everybody is different and everybody is different. Mm, yeah. Right. And so, you know, I think that's something that a lot of our listeners will really, really resonate with the fact that you've been down in the trenches, you know what it's like. So I think a lot of us, you know, really struggle in midlife, particularly with um, weight gain and change in our bodies. And I know that you've recently been through body changes because you've been pregnant and now have a, a newborn at home. Congratulations. So, yes, congratulations. <laughs> but for those of us who are going through these body changes right now in life, what, how, where do we even begin? How do we get started? What, what is the first step we have to take yeah. to a more fit and healthy lifestyle? The first step is to commit because you have to, to commit to something and mm. decide that you're going to stick with it and then you will succeed. So, and the first step out the door is the hardest. The hardest part is just getting started. And I tell everyone, you don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. I love that. It was everyone's first day one time, you know, my first day came sooner than a lot of people's first days. But I remember I asked my mom, why can't I do this? And she said, because you're not big enough, big and strong enough. And I said, well, how do I get stronger? And she told me to drink milk. <laughs> <laughs> so I give a lot better advice than that. Um, I like to call it my Tiana tips. Oh, the hardest part is getting started. And if you're not sure where to start, that's why you hire a fitness professional. You know, yeah. if you have a cavity, you go to the dentist. If you're sick or you have COVID or you're hurting or you're pregnant, you go to the doctor and you don't go to the doctor because you're already well, you go to the doctor because you're sick usually. And yeah. just like you don't come to me because you're already fit. You come to me to get right call me, text me, Facebook message me. Uh, it doesn't have to be me. Reach out to a fitness professional who you know and like and trust and they'll help you. That's why, that's why we do what we do. That's exactly it. And that's what I need. And I think, you know, for me, there's, and, and I know I'm not alone in this. 
um, at least I hope I not, I'm not, wouldn't that be terrible Absolutely. to find out that I am alone in this? Um, <laughs> I've, I've, I've had so many first days, right? I've right. had a thousand first days that have not stuck and not turned into what I need in terms of that next week, month or habit. And I'm tired of that. I'm honestly sick and tired of having the first day syndrome. How do I get past that? So I say you guys are business professionals, you're business owners. And even if you're not, we have to have appointments on our schedule. And if you have a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment, you're not going to miss it because I actually had a client who went to Charleston for the holidays and she had a week off of work, but she drove all the way back for a doctor's appointment with an endocrinologist and all the way back to Charleston. I said, can't you just reschedule the appointment? And she said, well, if I reschedule it, I won't get in for another six months. Mm. It's the same with fitness, it, you have to make an appointment and it doesn't necessarily have to be with a trainer. You have to make an appointment with yourself. You mm-hmm. have to block time off on your calendar because it's an appointment that you can't miss. And you know, if you get out of the habit, it might be another six months before you get back to it. Very much like that doctor's appointment. Wow. So, you know, people could do sit-ups and they can do push-ups and they can do planks and they can do squats and they can do lunges and they can do burpees but they're not going to, unless someone makes them. <laughs> yep. you know, so if you're motivated enough to make an appointment on your schedule and block that time out and work out on your own, then that's what you need to do. And if you're like, listen, I'm not going to do it on my own. I need someone who is going to hold me accountable because if you don't show up, I will call you. I will text you. I will hound you. People will tell me, you know, she won't leave you alone but that's what it takes. And I have so many people who thank me. Thank you for not giving up on me. Thank you for sticking with me because I, you know, my job isn't to tell you to drop and give me 20. It's to be your professional accountability buddy because Mm. accountability is everything. So, and even if you, you know, you don't want to get a trainer or you can't afford to get a trainer, just if, you know, Trinity, if you and Shelby decide you're going to be accountability buddies and Shelby, you're going to ask Trinity, did you work out today? And Trinity, you're going to ask Shelby, did you drink your 100 ounces of water today? Did you have sugar today? Mm. Just the accountability goes a long way. Accountability yeah. is everything. I completely agree with that. I love the idea of scheduling time for yourself and blocking time out on your calendar so that you hold yourself accountable. And it's great if you have an accountability partner to do that with as well. So once you get to the gym, let me ask you this, Tiana, if I am just getting started and I think (laughs) uh, I could say I'm asking for a friend, uh, you know, (laughs) she's um, she's asking for me, for my friend (laughs) who's just getting started and wants to transform her body. What are some of the immediate things that she can do. You know, we hear so much about cardio and now I'm hearing lately as as I grow into my middle years, that cardio sometimes puts stress on your body and causes you to actually gain weight. Is diet more impactful? Where do we get started? So I always say abs are made in the kitchen, not the gym. It doesn't matter how many thousands of sit-ups you do. If you're going home and eating Twinkies or bonbons, you will never see your abs. (laughs) Darn Um, it. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) So cut out the Twinkies is what you're saying. Okay. That's the main thing is diet. And, you know, so many people focus on carbs. I don't focus on carbs. Um, Carbs are not the devil. They're your friend, unless you're just completely sedentary, but sugar Mm is the devil. Sugar turns into fat. Sugar is like crack. It is addicting and sugar turns into cellulite and mm. none of oh. us that, right. So, um, the main thing is just to stay away from sugar. But then when you get in the gym, um, one of the reasons why I do what I do is because, um, I applaud anyone who comes to the gym and does cardio or anyone who buys a treadmill and doesn't just use it to hang clothes on. I'm sure Mm -hmm. you don't know anybody like that. No, I have no clue. (laughs) Um, But, you know, I hate to see 
people come in and just do cardio and especially females just do cardio because that's like only having one thing on your plate and you shouldn't just eat meat or you shouldn't just eat from one food group. So you shouldn't just do one machine at the gym. Cardio has its place, but it's all about balance. Life is about balance. It's about balancing, you know, church and state and work and family. And it's about balancing protein and vegetables. And it's about balancing cardio and weightlifting. And the thing with cardio is yes, it burns fat. However, cardio only burns fat while you're doing it and not afterwards. So as soon as you step off the treadmill, you're done burning calories. But when you lift weights, you continue to burn calories when you're sitting at your desk and making a podcast, or when you're sitting at your full-time job, or when you're sitting in the car on the way there, or when you're sleeping, because you're breaking those muscles down to build them back up. Plus, as we get older, and I'm sure you don't relate to this or know anything about this either, but things start to sag. Oh, <laughs> Not no. as much elasticity, gravity <laughs> starts to wreak havoc on you, yes. um, especially after kid one or two or three. And so weightlifting helps things to stay lifted and stay where they're supposed to be so that you don't get that mom bod or the under butt or the saggy butt, or when you wave, your arm keeps waving after you stop. Oh. And these are all the things that women come to me asking for advice on or tell me that that's their goal and that's what they want to work on. So cardio is good and weightlifting is good. Too much of a good thing is not a good thing, but you need, I recommend cardio and weightlifting and yoga. And lots of gyms have uh, a couple of free sessions or, you know, a free consultation to help yeah. you get started. And most of them have classes and classes are great because you have a licensed or certified instructor there to help you, but it's a little bit less expensive than a personal trainer. And there's a wealth of good knowledge on the internet. You just have to have discernment and you have to know what is right and what is wrong. It's overwhelming for us regular folks because there's it, so much. I, I don't even know how to weed through it. Right. Right. And that's why you consult trainer Tiana and she's yes. <laughs> okay. So trainer Tiana level with me and I need you to be one, be 100 right now. Okay. Um, can I make the, the, the waving double wave, triple wave arm go away or is it too late? Like, like I'm, so I'm 50 years old. Um, thank God. I don't know how I got blessed with a bo with booty for days. Right. But my booty, I never got the underbutt, but it is starting to, to sag a little bit. My boobs if they're just, they're almost kissing my belly button. If I, if I bend at the waist just a little bit, I can get them to my belly button if I really want to. Like there are things that are happening that should not be happening to my body. Can I get any of this stuff to actually bounce back? Or is it just at this stage maintenance? So first of all, it is never too late unless you're dead and you're still alive to talk about it. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I never promise perfection. I always tell people, I do not train perfect people. There are no perfect people allowed in my gym. If you're perfect, get out, go find somewhere else to work out. Yeah. Uh, but we can make progress. So, um, there's no shortcut up the ladder to success. There's no magic pill. I do recommend supplements and I do take supplements. However, okay. they're what their name is. It is to supplement the exercise that you're doing. It's not so that you can sit on your butt and not exercise and take this yeah. magic pill and it will work. And it's not instead of food, you're still eating food, okay. you're still eating meals. That's the way your body was created. It's just to supplement in case you don't eat enough meat or you don't get enough protein from your food. Or if you're picky and you don't eat enough vegetables and you need a scoop of greens, things like that. Or if you can't kick the sugar and the creamer in your coffee. Did you say, you did you say creamer? Another caffeine. Did, did you say creamer? I did. Is that, I, if I chose to ignore that part, is everything <laughs> out the window? <laughs> Ignorance is not blistered. Oh, <laughs> but painful. you need one of those mugs that says, I thought I really liked coffee, but it turns out I just like creamer. <laughs> I just like creamer. Yes, I am absolutely so high yellow light skin. 
the answer to your question is, you know, I don't promise perfection and I don't promise any, any magic pill, magic potion, or, you know, anything that will just quick make you right. Look like you should just hop on the cover of a magazine. However, which I, I don't care about. I don't want that anymore, but, but- Honestly, at this point, it's not even about how I look. It's about how I feel. I want to be able to go back out there. And if I want to climb a tree, climb a tree. If I want to, you know, if I want to skip down the street that I can do it without feeling like I'm going to die. Like I want to just be able to enjoy life and trust my body to do any of the wacky things that come into my head. Thank you for saying that. I've had two people throughout, you know, the pregnancy and now, one said in regards to me not skipping days working out and continuing to eat healthy she said i like to enjoy my life yeah but this is someone who complains to me because she doesn't fit in what she considered you know her fat pants or her post pregnancy pants and who is not happy with her energy level. She's tired all the time and has a lot of headaches. And so she's not only unhappy with her weight and her size, but also just her health in general. Mm. And so I said, you look at my lifestyle. She said that that wasn't enjoying life. I'm like, "Mm." from the feedback, you're not enjoying your life either. Yeah. And then someone said to me, you know, which is a huge compliment that I don't look like I just had a baby seven weeks ago. And, um, I said, well, thank you. You know, I continued to work out through the entire pregnancy. The only two days that I took off were the two days that I was in the hospital. And she said, well, you have to be nice to your body. You have to be kind to your body. And I said, that is being kind to my body, eating healthy and continuing to exercise is being kind to my body. And it's so sad to me that we live in a world and a society where they view exercising and eating healthy as not being kind to your body. And they view taking a break or giving it a rest or taking nine months off or taking the holidays off as being kind to yourself. And I'm like, you're putting yourself at risk for diabetes and a heart attack and high blood pressure and high cholesterol. And that's not being kind to your body. Yeah. Yeah. So it takes a lot of mindset work is what I hear you saying um, to put yourself on the right path forward. And you know, the other thing too, just talking on the topic of mindset, I think for me, I think stepping into a workout class is easier for me than going to the weight room where it can be very intimidating with a lot of bulky guys in there and a bunch of weights that I don't know what to do with. Yes. So can you give us some tips on if I love the idea of muscle continuing to work once you're sitting at your desk or behind the wheel of your car on your way to the office, it's that gift that keeps on giving, right? If you build that muscle. (laughs) So can you give us some quick tips on where we can get started in that weight room? Because I feel like that's the intimidating part for me. I know I need to build the muscle. What, what, how can I get started? Do I do my upper body, my lower body on different days? Like give us some quick uh, tips on how do we can, how we can go about building muscle there. Yeah, that's a great question. And my, one of my new clients this morning, who is her first time ever lifting weights today. And, uh, it's always like a a mom watching her baby walk for the first time, (laughs) you know? So she asked me the same thing. She said, wait, so since we did arms today, should I do that every day? And I said, you're going to do a split and do arms. You can do your upper body every other day. And then, you know, if you want to do alternate with legs and abs, the other days, you can do it that way. Or if you're going to lift weights and do a total body workout, then you need to do that every other day to let those muscles rest. So you can work your calves and your abs every day. So if you want to do calf raises and sit-ups and crunches and planks every day, you can. And I would just start with bicep curls, tricep kickbacks, shoulder presses, just the basics. And if, if you are like, she is speaking Greek to me right now. 100%. Thank (laughs) you. You can look up, you can just Google beginner workout. You can see things on Pinterest and there are different apps that you can download and different YouTube videos you can watch. Just my caution to you is that if there's not a fitness professional there to make sure that your form 
is correct, it's dangerous because if you haven't lifted weights before and you're not sure where to start or you're more embarrassed, it's more embarrassing if you're in a boot or a cast or you have to have shoulder surgery or you're limping into work because you did something incorrectly than just to you know, admit and say, Hey, I need your help. And you can just do a couple of sessions. I do, you know, one session at a time, if you don't want to commit to anything or you can do it for the month. Um, but there's lots of, like I said, there's lots of information out there on the internet. The only thing that for free, the only thing is that one, it's overwhelming. Yes. And then two, if you're just doing an app or a YouTube video or something on Pinterest, you don't have someone to hold you accountable and say, Hey, did you do this? And you don't have someone to monitor and say, Hey, are you doing this right? Or, you know, you're doing this incorrectly. I would start with the basics, bicep curls, shoulder presses, tricep extensions for the upper body, planks, sit-ups, crunches for the abs, calf raises, squats and lunges for the legs. And you can find YouTube videos and things on Pinterest and different apps. My only caution to you or to listeners is that if you use a YouTube video or a Pinterest workout or an app, there's no one there to hold you accountable. So you may do it for a day or a week or a month, but that's why people have a hundred yeah. first days because there's no one to hold them accountable and keep them going. And then also I've had people come to me who got injured doing these programs at home because they didn't have a fitness professional there to say, Hey, your knees are going past your toes. I don't want you to hurt your knees. Let me show you a better way to do it. Or let me tweak this. Let me help you with your form. Let me modify this. So that's the, you know, the only danger in doing it yourself or doing it for free. It's so true. I, it was back in the early two thousands when the Tybo craze was happening with Billy Blanks. Yes. Honey, I did Billy Blanks, the Tybo. And I love me some I, Billy Blanks Tybo. I, I did the Tybo for five minutes. Five minutes. That's all I could do. Next day, couldn't breathe. Literally could not breathe. I was like, <gasps> like that was as much breath as I could get into my body with, without this excruciating stabbing pain. I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. What happened? What happened? I'm dying. I'm surely going to be dead within a matter of days because I cannot breathe. I went to the doctor. He's like, have you done anything new? Have you started any new workout routines? I'm like, yes, I did the Billy Blanks yesterday. <laughs> I did. Um, he's like, what did you do? I said, I, I did Tybo. I said, I only did five minutes of Taibo though. So I don't think that could be it. He said, my recommendation is that next time you only do three minutes of Taibo. <laughs> I was like, seriously, <laughs> doctor, this is your advice to me. But I always tell people start with five minutes and then do 10 and then do 15 and then do 20. And you know, when my, my personal training sessions are only 30 minutes. So I'm like, it's not a, this long grueling hour that you're right. never going to make it through. It's only 30 minutes. You can do anything for 30 minutes. And then during the sessions or during class, you know, I teach a Pilates class that we do 20 seconds on 10 seconds, rest 20 seconds on. Yeah. 10 seconds rest. So, you know, I'm like, you get to rest in 20 seconds. I'm like you can do anything for 20 seconds. Now I feel like I really could do anything for 20 seconds. <laughs> But my clients love to throw my Tiana tips back in my face. Um, and right. so they're always like, you can do anything for 20 seconds. And then, um, you know, I always tell them it's your body, your choice. Yeah. So uh, if they tell me that they don't want to do something, that they can't do something, then they'll throw it back in my face and say, well, you said it was my body, my choice. <laughs> I love it. I love but it. good news, Billy Blanks was like 40 or 50 when he made those videos and still had a six pack. That so, dude is no joke. Literally yeah. No so joke. that should, there's a reason why he has a six pack, but that should give you hope right there. Right. That he was 50 with a six pack. Now, granted, he didn't have children himself, but, right. um, <laughs> but it, it's possible. And, you know, if there's a will, there's a way. And at my bodybuilding shows, you know, these ladies are 40 and 50 and 60 and they're killing it and just proving mm. to everyone that it's possible. And most of my clients are 40, 50 and 60, because when you're 20, you can still eat what you want and drink like a fish and get away with it. Yeah. Don't have genetics like mine. And then when you're 30, it starts to catch up with you and you get married and you start to have kids, but you either can't afford a personal trainer or you don't have time because you're running around to all the kids sporting events and, mm -hmm. or you have a newborn. And then when you're 40, then either you can afford it 
or at 40 and 50 is when your hormones start to Mm -hmm. bolt against you and you're like, I have to do something. We have to make a change. I have to try something new and different. So, and then, you know, a lot of my clients, their goal is to be able to fit in the seat in a roller coaster so that they can ride the rides with the kids or to be able to go to the trampoline park and not get stuck in the foam blocks and not be able to (laughs) climb out. Or I have clients who are grandparents and their goal is to be able to get up and down off the floor with their grandkids. Mm -hmm. So that's very real. And the reason why I do what I do is to help people, especially 40, 50s and 60s, because it's not about perfection. It's not about looking like a supermodel. It's about health and it's about being able to do whatever you want to do and enjoy life. And then especially for entrepreneurs and small business owners, we work way too hard to not enjoy our retirement. It would be sad to work this hard and this many hours and this much overtime and to provide with your family, but then not be healthy enough to enjoy it or to even be around for it by the time that you can retire. So Tiana, you mentioned a few things in the last statement that you just made. Number one, you said that you're obviously very busy, that you're an entrepreneur. We know that you're teaching classes. You have your own fitness coaching practice. And we also know that you are a new mom to a seven week old newborn. Please tell us how you were handling all of these challenges and transitions in life, because I feel like one of your Tiana tips is if I can do it, you can do it too. And I think that's really true um, because I mean, you are balancing so much. So if you don't have any excuses and you can fit this workout into your day, we need to be able to find the time to do it, but tell us how you are, how you're managing that. Yes. That's an excellent question. So I always say I get it in where I can fit it in. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I start a workout and I'll have to stop to change a diaper and get back to it and then stop to feed and then get back to it. And then my workouts are often interrupted by someone who wants to know, um, you know, can you update my card or, you know, when does my agreement end or how many sessions do I have left or how much does the membership cost? How much is a personal training session or the phone ringing or, you know, everyone always wants to do lunch meetings. And that's when I work out or when I try to, but, um, last night I was doing yoga. I locked myself in my laundry room mm. and did yoga and Pilates and pelvic floor exercises at eight o'clock at night. And my husband was watching his show. So, you know, it's Sunday night. No one wants to lock themselves in the laundry room and sweat (laughs) Sunday night at eight o'clock, but you have to do what you don't want to do so that you can look and feel the way that you want to look and feel. So I, last night I fitted in at eight o'clock on a Sunday night. And then, um, I, most people who have ever been on any kind of zoom call with me, I have been on a stair climber or on a treadmill or walking outside. I walk and talk. And when people want to have a meeting with me, when people want to do a one-to-one, I say, let's walk and talk. And people will say, Hey, can I come to the gym and talk to you? And I'm like, bring your walking shoes. (laughs) So, um, I, I try to multitask. I try to do two things at once. Um, I strap my baby to me (laughs) and I walk with her. I hike with her. I kickbox with her strapped to me. I do Zumba with her strapped to me. Um, so if there's a will, there's a way it's not fun. It's not easy. It's not ideal, but it's possible and it gets the job done. Also, I highly recommend fitness trackers because ignorance is not bliss. It doesn't matter if you have a Fitbit or an Apple watch. I have a $40 knockoff Apple watch from Amazon. And just to know how many steps you're getting and how many calories you're burning is so important because, and again, with the cardio thing, you can walk and walk and walk or run for days or for hours, but some of those things take so long to get your heart rate up or to burn the calories. And Mm -hmm. so when you only have a short amount of time, you have to do high intensity workout. So my Pilates that I do where we do 20 seconds hard and then 10 seconds rest and then 20 seconds hard and then 10 seconds rest that high intensity stuff 
gets a lot more done in a short amount of time than some of the longer work. You don't have to spend an hour or two hours in the gym to get it in. You can do higher intensity and get a lot more done and get a quality workout instead of a quantity workout. But again, if that sounds like Greek to you, or if you don't know what Pilates is or what high intensity is or what Tabata is, that's why hiring a fitness professional is super important because I can help you get the job done in half the time. Yes. And so part of your, um, part of your work also includes helping people think about their nutrition differently. Yes. Okay. I think that's really important, you know, especially for those of us in midlife who the science has changed. Right. And I think we all are so many of us like felt like we knew what we needed to do like back in the two thousands, but my, my knowledge kind of stopped there. And I'm, what I'm hearing from you is that things have changed and we've discovered new things. Like all of this that you're saying about cardio, well, cardio was King back then. Mm -hmm. Um, so it really has changed and I can't just rely on my old knowledge anymore. And we all know that the Google has just got too much stuff on it to be able to figure (laughs) it all out ourselves. So I really do love this idea of you know, we go to counselors, right? We all get counseling and, or we have our professional coaches as business ladies out here. We have our professional coaches to help us show up. You know, I mean, we need that counselor. We need that professional coach to help us with our bodies, with our nutrition, with those things that are going to make us feel amazing. So I'm sure the million dollar question on everybody's mind is, does this actually cost a million dollars? Like, what are we looking at? How much, how much would we need to consider or think about investing um, in, in ourselves in this way um, to know if, if we are, are able to go down this path or not? Would you believe me if I told you that it costs less than Starbucks? No, I would not believe you. <laughs> I would not believe you at all. It does. So, um, people go through the Starbucks line every day and it's at least $5 for a teeny tiny cup of coffee. And that's if you don't get cake pops or the egg bites, I spent $7 and 14 cents just on my drink today. My drink alone was $7 and 14 (laughs) cents. Right. So, um, and, but, and you didn't bat an eyelash. Like, Not at all. Oh, no. And you didn't say like, I can't afford Starbucks or you didn't you know what I said. I actually said to myself, I work hard and I'm worth this. That's what I said to myself. I'm so glad that you said that because I tell people all the time, you're worth it. Mm-hmm. And you know, you work too hard at work to not feel good and look good. And, um, but yeah, it's less than less than Starbucks. So my group training is $125. And so, I mean, if you spend $7 a day at Starbucks, if you just take that and put it in your little piggy bank at Mm. the end of the month, you can afford group training. And that's my group training, my online training. And you can do that whether you are in South Carolina, Texas, Alaska, or elsewhere. I actually just had someone last week ask me if I could train people in other countries and if I could take other currency. Oh, wow. That is an excellent question that I'm going to look into and I'm going to make sure that the next person that asks me, my answer is yes. (laughs) So, so what does one get in group training? What does that look like in others? So I have a group of people who come and so it's kind of the in-between personal training and a fitness class because a fitness class, there could be 20 people in there. You know, sometimes you feel like you don't get that personalized individual attention, or sometimes you have a question and you either can't ask it because the teacher is not looking or paying attention or because they have to stay on beat with the choreography or because they're helping someone else. And, you know, that can get kind of dangerous sometimes, or you can feel like you're not seen or not heard. Yeah. And, but you might say, oh, well, personal training is just too, you know, too expensive where there are different packages that range. I have different packages for every schedule and every budget. So it ranges from $30 to $60 a session. Okay. You can do one session a month and it's 60 bucks. That's still less than you're spending at Starbucks and you're worth it. Or, you know, if you're doing $30 a session, I mean, it's a dinner at yeah. Applebee's. 
you know, Um, which also we don't blink an eye at, you know, people I've seen $80 bar tabs and people don't even remember (laughs) the night before. (laughs) I'm like, you're going to spend that or less and you're going to remember. And then instead of having a beer belly, I'm going to help you get rid of your beer belly. So um, people who have hair extensions and lash extensions and who dye their hair and have top of the line straighteners and all the makeup from Mac and Sephora and Ulta. Um, all of that costs as much or more than my personal training. Um, all these Christmas presents and this Christmas shopping and all of these packages showing up on your doorstep every day from Amazon, all of those things cost a heck of a lot more than personal training. <laughs> Okay. So it again, sounds like again, it's a reasonable cost. It's just priority are worth it. Yes. yes. And so then Tiana, I guess the next million dollar question is if somebody did want one of our listeners did want to reach out to you, for example, um, to take advantage of your services, how would they do that? So if they look up Tiana Miller, professional bikini model on Facebook, that's a quick and easy way. Um, Tiana Miller is my personal Facebook, but I will still answer messages or point you in the right direction. Um, you can also look up trainer Tiana on Instagram. Okay. Okay. Great. We will definitely look you up and we'll include all of your contact information in our show notes, but we really appreciate you you taking the time out of your busy life. And I, again, repeat, repeat that you are a busy entrepreneur and wife and a new mom. So thank you so much for taking time out of your day to so chat appreciate with us. It. So appreciate You're welcome. It. And thank you guys. I appreciate your time as well. Let's thank our guest today, NGA Pro and fitness coach, Tiana Miller, who left us with so many valued pieces of wisdom and Tiana's tips that we can use to get fit ourselves. Here are just a few that I captured. Number one, strong is the new skinny. Number two, the hardest part is just getting started. You don't have to be great to start, but you do have to start to be great. Number three, if you're sick, you go to a doctor. If you wanna be fit, you need a fitness trainer like Tiana Miller or someone else who can be accountable to helping you get yourself to the gym every single day. Number four, make an appointment on your calendar with yourself to ensure that you get that workout or your fitness routine in every single day. Number five, abs are made in the kitchen, girls, because sugar is the devil. It will turn into fat and cellulite. Number six, it's all about balancing diet, cardio, yoga, and weightlifting. Remember, ladies, cardio burns the fat while you're actually doing it, but weightlifting is what will continue to have your body burn the fat even once you've stopped working out. Number six, get it in where you can fit it in. Remember, Tiana is a busy entrepreneur and a brand new mom to a seven-week-old baby. If she can get it in every single day, ladies, so can you. And number seven, hiring a fitness trainer costs less than your daily Starbucks. So get out there, ladies, and invest in yourself. You'll feel better for it.